This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't run without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? Hmm. I got it. I, you know, when you you can't come behind that shit sometimes. <laughs> so I, what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna do tonight when I get home? I'm writing down the intro. I got to do it, hey man, man. Get your shit together, man. We gotta, uh, man. Introduce yourself. Okay, so everybody, I'm Mike Muddy. All my <laughs> friends call me Muddy. Uh, Mike K. Let me see if I can freestyle one. Mr. Jim Shoe. <laughs> okay. Your mama's favorite ball head. Uh, I'm you sure though. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I shaved this morning. You feel me? I'm yeah. a lot of favorites though. I mean, aunties like me. I ain't gonna take my hat off right now. This shit is wicked. Like it's terrible, but I look terrible. I but long day at work. But anyway, um, Dame not with us this week. Um, you know, he had a couple. He had a little procedure this week, and um, he can't really talk. Like normal, so uh, he'll be back next week. In other um, words, he can't say curse words right now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> people want to feel comfortable in For themselves. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, still show. Uh, I mean, if y'all been following him on the socials, he kind of you know been going, uh, said what was going on, but still throw up a prayer for the West Side landlord. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, the West Side is still safe, so still that's safe. all good. Um, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode two hundred and. 31 Damn. i think yeah episode 231 you feel me it's a lot of episodes <laughs> it is man so uh how, how was your week my brother man you know what it was eventful it's friday uh i was i was sitting at work it's, it's crazy you asked me that but i was sitting at work doing my epiphany thing in my head epiphany yeah and uh i was thinking about my job and i was thinking about you know because these last few weeks well last few months honestly i went through a little i want to say heartbreak in a way you know, and it and it, it fucked me up, man. Like, it wasn't me. It wasn't my style because you know I I really hadn't dated in a few years since my since my wife passed. So I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna date. See what's up. So I ended up picking somebody. Like, you know what, I'm gonna date you. And it, and it really wasn't. Well, I can't say it wasn't a good fit for me, but it you know looking at it now, it probably was better options out there. But hey, you know, I took a sacrifice. I'm like, you know what, let's do this. And the bitch broke my heart, man. And it kind of it kind of it kind of threw me off a little bit because. What it did to me is, and I'm not gonna say that it lowered my self esteem in a way because I'm I'm an awesome cat, but it's like it was like damn I did anything right, but then what I what I found see because sometimes heartbreak can make you read books and shit you'd be like <laughs> so I ended up reading a few books and then one of the books I read was the Steve Harvey book and I'm like because she whoa, 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 whoa. the one think act like think yeah I read that book why would you do a thing now like that? Be, let me tell you why. So this one must fucked you up. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Steve Harvey for the so in, in the beginning or in the middle of the friendship or relationship because okay, let me say friend. Let me let me distinguish the two because for men, sometimes we graduate to to being in a relationship. Like I ain't got to sit back and be like, hey, you gonna be my woman? Yes or no? So I don't know for others, but like for me, I like the relationship word mm-hmm. because like I got a relationship with a lot of people. But if you but if you if you doing boyfriend girlfriend shit, I don't know what that means. Man woman shit, I still don't know what that means. Spouse shit. Listen, all I can say <laughs> is me and this person have a relationship and like you got a relationship with with a bunch of different people but but, that, but the, not the, in the, not the, in the the contents of certain relationships are different than others i like i like the word relationship because i'm not a boy mm-hmm. and a person i'm with not a, a girl mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like we we adults girlfriend like we more than friends okay so you rel- dating somebody for nine months right we in a re- we got a relationship do you think all right so do you think that in those nine months, do you need to have that conversation? Like, or do you feel like as a man, like, no, nah, this, this is my woman. You know, like, I ain't got to sit back and be like, hey, 
circle yes and no. Like you, my woman. Period. You. I mean, you. You, you know probably this. have a. So in that level of relationship, you probably have a conversation about mm-hmm. exclusivity. Um, at some point, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so long story short, she ended up breaking my heart or whatever like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, nigga was mad about it. So my self esteem was in a way. I'm like, damn, you know, what did I do? Like, what's going on? You know, like what happened? But you know, um, I forgot the moral of that story. But that shit in the past. You read, you read a fucking Steve. Oh Harvey yeah, book. I read Steve Harvey book and and reading that book though showed me where I went wrong. Because reading Steve Harvey showed you where it, you went it did. Wrong. To be honest, man, it was crazy because what he said in his book. Is what women, because, you know, sometimes we don't think about this shit. What women look for is the three Ps. Okay. Protect. Okay. I, I did that. Protection. I, I, I even left a gun at her house. I protected well. Pro- provide. Okay. Okay. Things happen and she did it. I had your back. Boom, I provided. But okay. I didn't profess. And what you didn't profess? The fact that, okay, say if we went to family events, because the COVID thing had everybody kind of in the house and shit. So, but we did go to some family events and picnics and things like that. And I would introduce like, hey, y'all, this is my friend so-and-so. See, that's your first You see what I'm saying? So, no, no, no. Hey, this is such and such. And introduce them person by their name. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I did did say friend. Say, you know. You ain't got to say friend. That's what I'm saying. So, this is Charlene. But you don't. It, That's it. We fall, We all fall short of the glory, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think about that. And then eventually, after a while, she decided to pull away. You know what I'm saying? But it, it had only been nine months. And then at the same time, I was still dealing with a heaviness. Lot. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was even. It was. It, I didn't really feel free. Not and not even free because I'd never feel free for my wife. But okay, I used to wear her necklace. I wore it for like two years. Right. And I finally took it off, but this was after she started to pull away. But when I removed that necklace, it literally felt like a ball and chain came off. And I felt like, you know what, my wife would approve of any move that I make now. Because at first it felt heavy. It was like, damn, I can, I you see what imagine. I'm saying? And you could, nine months ain't shit, baby girl. For a lifetime that you want, you know, and then she had children. I'm like, you, you, got, yeah, a, you yeah. got a good, you got a top-notch nigga right here. <laughs> this ain't no, this ain't no McDonald's. You, you see months. what I'm saying? But, you know, things happen and, uh. A friend of mine, a friend of mine reached out and uh, she she came basically was like, you know, for my birthday, you know, sweetest day. She was like, nigga, get up. Let's roll out. Dust, dust me off and gave me some motivational words and was like, look, this is who you are. This is what you are. Let's roll. And then basically hit me with the, you know, one day I want to be your woman. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, I like the hit way you you're talking. The game. Yeah. You know, and, and straight gamed me up. So I'm like, you know what? Let's well, see. See, what- see. See. So. So look, Mike, man. Like you've been out of you've been out of out of the game for a long time. Well, well, no. I, I, let's say, let's say this. I ain't been out of the game. You was married. You was out of. You well, been out oh, the game. for that. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about since since yeah, then. Okay, you okay. You been out the game. You was out the game for years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you you walk back into you walk back into on the court, and it's like, yo, this is different. But I was still hitting shots though when I, you know, I, was, <laughs> I was I was still laying up and doing my thing. You know, so it wasn't like I know, mean now I. Was, that don't sound right. I mean, okay. you know. <laughs> <laughs> that don't sound right. That's not 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 during my marriage, yeah, obviously. That's, but that's after, yeah, you know, I was out of the game as far as how to love and how to, you know. Yes. But you know, as far as fishing, you got I, like you didn't like. Ultimately, what ended up happening was you had a rebound. Yeah, yeah, I was still you, in husband mode, and you, you was you had a rebound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, it's normal. It's natural. Yeah. So I, you know what? I'm over it now. You know, I went to work. And, and and back to my job and I was I went to work and I'm sitting there thinking like nigga, you 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 got it you got it going on right now you know and then I was thinking of the blessings that came you know because I was at the plant for ten years and then I remember we went to this event because my father worked for this company and my wife went and this was towards the end of her transition and we met the owner of the company and she, she we got in the car and she like she like baby I I want you to work there and I'm like girl you beat it we got money I got a plant job we good we ten years. And then she passed, and then the the owner of the company, old guy, billionaire, reached out to me and was like, how's everything going? Catered a bunch of food and everything, and he called me. He said, how would you like to work for me? And I'm like, you know, where at? And he sent me out to the yard to the mining. I'm a miner at a at a place, at a, at a uh, mining pit, basically. And I get out there, and I'm like, man, this is the type of shit you see on TV. I, I never thought I would be doing this. So I get the job, and uh, I get the interview. 13 people, I'm the only brother in the, in the whole aggregate so eventually my goal is to be the first black manager, which is coming. Yeah. But um, I get there and I kill the interview because with black folks, it's not about if you're going to get the job. It's about when you're going to get your first paycheck. That's what I want to know because I got the job when I walked in the door. That's that's nothing. But get the job. They teach me this thing called the crusher. And uh, I'm near 30 days and you max out at three years at nice top pay. 
30 days, they come to me and they like, uh, what you doing here, we haven't seen before. We don't know how you doing it. We don't even want to know. But we going to decide to bump you up to full pay. Within 30 days of me being at this job, that's good and bad. I get maxed out at three years worth of pay. That's good and bad. How could that be bad? I'll tell you why it's good and bad. Um, well, I said I, I said like this. You can look at it a couple of different ways. Expectation. Um, one is that now I don't got nothing to look forward to. As far as pay, well, sh- I mean, this okay. problem here because like yo, off rip, y'all didn't gave me enough. So like, a, I, I'm I ain't scratched the surface yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still new. I'm mm-hmm. still learning. Mm-hmm. Y'all think I'm I'm busting my ass? That's because y'all been working with others mm-hmm. who not quite like us. And we we got a different level of worth making. Okay. So one year in, when I'm really busting my ass, I'm like, time for a raise, boss. They're gonna be like, uh, we kind of tapped you out. Two is uh, when people who've been working there for longer than you mm-hmm. realize that the nigga came in the door well, making more money. That, that ain't they, yeah, that ain't no. that you know somebody, that, that was kind of like a yeah, yeah I get it somebody somebody find out at some point no nah, I ain't saying nothing <laughs> no you ain't gotta say nothing somebody can't. gonna find a, a stuff yeah. but you know what I'm saying it, it it can create resentment that's nothing wrong as far as you like it's, it's sure, great sure. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying it's shit to be watching out for though yeah you right yeah I, I get there man and I they max that's me a out. blessing though man what and then the the own one of the owners one of the big wigs called me like two weeks ago and he's like uh. Hey Mike, I need you to look up something tonight for me. Senate Bill four thirty one. And I'm like, okay, what so I looks it up and it's basically a bill that they wanted to pass in Lansing to buy more mining pits around Michigan. And then he called me back and he said, uh, how would you like to go with me tomorrow to stand outside the Capitol and, you know, pass out some flyers and hold a sign? I'm like Oh, now you're a lobbyist. So now I'm thinking in my head, I called my pops about it and he say, uh, He's like, that's good, but my, my pop's real. He's like, yeah, maybe they just want to sprinkle a little color in there. Because yeah. I'm not, obviously, I'm the, I'm the only black guy out there. I'm the only yeah. black guy at the Capitol, period, this day. Not, because now um, 14% of their their, their 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 staff is black. Right, right. <laughs> we'll so on the way there, he's like, uh, he's like, well, what's your goal? You know, like, what's your goal? And I said, I want to be the uh, first African-American, um, you know, pit, black, pit, but well, okay. you know, pit boss that you got here. And he was like, consider it done. Keep doing what you're doing. And, and them niggas make, they make one hundred eighty thousand a year. They get free F one fifties every six months to drive to work. I every mean, every six months. Every six months, they get to trade in their F one fifty to get a new one. Why? That because because you you driving around a pit all day. Oh, it'd be so fucked you up by then. I mean, it don't be fucked up, but you know, why they wasting money? Like bro, I don't get the it. Company gives them trucks every every six months. The only thing that they got to do is they got they don't have to pay for gas or nothing. But if you you get a base model truck, that's what you get. So if you want accessories like power windows and all this shit, you got to pay for all that yourself. You see what I'm saying? But you get the truck. You can go get a base F-150 with some roll-down windows and some bullshit in it. But obviously all of them come probably power windows now. But if you want some stuff on it, you got to pay for that part yourself. But they make a killing, you know? Only thing about being hourly that I like is that I only work nine months, and I'm off for three. You know, when you're when you, when you a boss, you, don't, you, get, you get six weeks of vacation or something like that, four weeks of vacation, but you don't be off like we do. They run in the winter at some point. Man, what's the, I must watch the movie on um, on Netflix. Tom Cruise. It was called the um, it was a lawyer movie. It was his job seemed too good to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything was fucking great. The company, or it was called the. Damn, I can't think of the movie. Yeah, man, watch out, man. Oh uh, no, you know, I, you know how I do at work. You know, I keep my in my lunch watch bag. Out, you know, I keep my. Uh, why they, lunch. they want you to go down to Lansing and pass out flyers? Well, you know what? I didn't do none of the flyer work. They did all that. I just I stood in front of the, the entrance because they had another. Send book. me that bill when you when you send it. Bill four thirty one. Yeah, send it to me though. But they had it was uh, they had some other protest. Four thirty one. Yeah, send it send it bill four thirty one. But they had something else going on where I basically just stood out with my sign and had send it bill four thirty one. It's cold out there. You know we don't like that cold shit. So I stood out there for a minute and they was like, you know, you want some coffee? We don't really drink coffee, but. You know. Yeah, that, uh, that's wow. But but anyway, man, that's that's dope, man. You was doing some reflecting. You got everything. Um, you, you clearly about to join the Illuminati, man. Um, I'm telling you, <laughs> no, nah, they, they ain't about to get me. But I'm telling you, I'm on a mission now. I'm about to I'm about to get back. You know, this is gonna be the beginning. We're gonna talk about this. I'm about to get back in the studio. I'm gonna get my my recordings back going. I'm about to tell my stories. And yeah. uh, I'm thinking about starting even a, a little girl boutique, man. We'll, 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 but we'll chop it up we'll, about all we'll this. We'll get stuff. in that, man. Yeah. Um, so look, man, this week, you know. Some lot of shit been going on, but uh, it culminated into a, a pretty good week for me, man. Uh, Monday, um, mm-hmm. I started a new job. Congratulations, my brother! And I appreciate it. Um, I started a new job, and um, today was my f- first week of training was over, 
I'm working from the crib. We're doing virtual training. I didn't know how that was going to be, but uh, turned out pretty cool. And then that was on Monday. On Tuesday, I finally closed on my home. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations, my brother. Congratulations. Yes. Now, now uh, I was going to talk about this shit last week, but I wanted to make sure everything went perfectly smooth and fine so I can tell y'all what the fuck been going on. And it's been wild, dog. Like, now listen. I found... So everybody home buying process is a little bit different. Everybody was like, yo, it took me this and that. August 26th, dog, I went... It was like, I think that was a Monday. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I asked him like, yo, so what's next? Like what I'm supposed to do after I got the pre-approvals and everything. Like, oh, just go find a house and then tell us the price. And I'm like, all right, cool. Fun part. Yeah. That was on a Monday. Mm-hmm. I looked on some shit, seen two houses I want to get. Um, on Wednesday, I had scheduled to go take a look at them houses. Mm-hmm. I get a call Wednesday morning from the realtor. Like, yo, first house, somebody put an offer and it's gone. I'm like, shit, I guess that second house got to work out then, right? Call me about an hour later, like, yo, second house is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit. I'm like, oh, this is what they mean. Because, like, I thought this was about to be pretty smooth. So I went to see, like, three of the houses that day. They was kind of whack. I didn't like them. Um, so on Thursday morning, he gave me a call like, hey, the house from the, the first house you wanted to want, the one you said you really like, is back on the market. Do you want to see it tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So went and seen that shit on a Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, put an offer in that Friday evening. Like it, it was it was great. I'm like, cool. That was like uh put the offer in on there. We're trying to close by like September twenty eighth. Everything's good, everything's going. So um long story short, some reason we didn't close. Oh, so I kind of got held up because Ally came out of nowhere and said I owed them niggas fourteen dollars and sixty two cents. Hmm. Uh, from this that you know that that white truck I used to have, mm-hmm. fourteen dollars here, Take it. three and a half years ago, mm-hmm. I turned in the lease in. Like I'm like, what, what? Like what are you talking? About? Like this is nowhere in my credit report. Like I've fourteen dollars though. Yeah, so t- paid a little fourteen dollars and sixty two cent. All right, cool. Um, now during this time frame, um, I had my five year anniversary at my my previous job working at a credit union here in Michigan. Um. And I was like, I, I gave myself five years when I wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to be five years, then I'll be out, do something else. Job came across. So in the middle of me looking for a new home, I end up interviewing for a gig. I didn't, I didn't, wasn't going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, let me go ahead and check out the value, see what I'm worth. Uh, things worked out. They made an offer. I'm like, yo, this is a little bit lower than what I make right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's, there's some variable pay in there but like yo this base is like you know a little bit less than what i make right now and um so i did this little bit of negotiation mm-hmm, you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying my recruiter was like uh no this is it they, they they do all these factors and everything like that and this is this is what it is I, I don't think they're gonna budge i'm like well send it to them anyway mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. this was on like a friday right and i had to uh, accept the offer by monday it's Friday morning. I told her everything like that, and uh, I hear from her all weekend. Mm-hmm. And that Monday came around. I'm thinking like, "Yo," <laughs> she called me I'm like, "Yo, they accepted your counter offer." Damn. She sounded like she had a little attitude with it though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Do you do you get like extra money if I come in under your budget or whatever, whatever?" So negotiated that. I'm like, "Man, this shit is." It's about to be the best Monday of my life. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Connecticut Experience. About that? I don't, that I don't know. That shit was kind of weird. But uh, whatever. So I'm like, shit, I got to put my two weeks in. Because like the start date would have been Monday the 19th. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I got to put my two weeks in. So I went up to the gig. I'm off on Mondays. Went up to the job, put my two weeks in and shit. Because they had no idea that you was leaving. No. Now, my close date is set. For October the 9th. Mm-hmm. That's two Fridays ago now. October the 9th. It's like October 4th or 3rd or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget whatever the date it was. So I put in my two weeks notice on a Monday. On Wednesday, I get an email from the, from the closing folks like, so look, on Wednesday um, morning, I get an email, final numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, 
email said this is not final numbers, but this is pretty much what the final numbers gonna look like. Mm-hmm. We on the closing side, about to do this, wrap this up. We can, you know, get you closed Friday. I go see the, I walk past the CEO and the COO in the lunchroom and shit. CEO said, "Hey, Jason, That's sorry, previous job. yeah." Uh, it's like, hey, I'm so sorry that you leave it, and you know, wish you the best. By the way, CEO, he look at me, he don't say a goddamn thing. He, Not a, whole, that at all. he a whole ass nigga. Look him dead in his eye. Whatever. Fuck it. I go back to my desk. About an hour later, I get an email saying, "Hey, uh, did you put your two weeks in? Um, if so, uh, do you have another job lined up? And if so, can you send us over your offer letter?" So I'm like, hmm. Okay. Now, normally when you're leaving a company, you don't tell them who you're going to. Of course. You definitely don't give me. But I'm like, listen, I want to. record is good, so hey, why not? You know not? what I'm saying? I want to I make sure that I close this deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, in my back of my head, I'm saying, like, from Monday to Wednesday, why would the lending department or loan mortgage side know if I put my two weeks in hmm. right now? You know what I'm saying? That's what I was really thinking. So I sent it over, sent them an offer letter. Yo, this is the salary. This is the start date. Um, this is, you know, all the information. Boom. I'm like, all right, fuck it. They want to know. They want to know. How did they find that out, though? <laughs> so, like, yo, they want to know. They want to know. Cool. Um, I get an email back. Like, yo, uh, so this technically, this offer letter says um, this job is contingent um, upon you passing your drug screening and background check. So either we need the results of that back um, or we need a letter saying that you have this job um, no matter what the results come back as. Hmm. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, like what? Like, or can you send us something with with that without that stipulation on there? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I've been working here for five years. You know, I mean, have I got arrested since I mean, like, have right. I caught a felony? Uh, you know, whatever. I'm thinking that's kind of weird, but listen, I reached out to um to my current employer now before I started. I'm like, hey. This is closing this house and this, 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 and this. And is it possible that you can send? A, I sent them the email to show them. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't, you know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't look crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he gave me another letter without that portion on there. I'm like, Whew. all right, cool, great. Send it over with, send them over, right? This is before the results and everything came back anyway, or? Yeah, the, 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 the yeah. Okay. Now, um, that same Monday that I put my two weeks in, I mm-hmm. did my drug test. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Immediately. Mm-hmm. So listen. Um, I send it over um, the offer letter and it just says, yo, this is Jason Johnson, his social security number. Um, this is the date he's starting. This is the salary. That's it. Mm-hmm. Got his name, contact information. Call me if you have any questions. It's letterhead. Hold on. Send that shit over to him like, bitches, now. What's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I get an email back and it's from the underwriter and it says, yeah, this doesn't satisfy us for me. Since we saw the other letter that oh says, about the drug test and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we need those results back first. So you just said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. They fuck. And I'm pissed now because they, they fucking with me, right? And this is Thursday now, and I'm supposed to close on a Friday. And so now I'm, I'm getting angry. I'm, I'm very frustrated. So I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? My, my coworkers is, you know, calming me down, relaxed. I told her a couple of them what's happening. So I get frustrated. You know, I want to go walk. I go calm down. I want to go walk. Mm-hmm. I walk to the first. I mean, I walk through the second floor. I'm on the second floor. I walk to the third floor. I see the HR director. She's walking past me in the hallway. Why she go like this? <laughs> she she hit me with the like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like with the little crawl. Were you touching your two feet? Your two pointers there like, ah, ah, ah. Because your, your house, your mortgage wasn't through. Your- yes. The mortgage is through. The previous the company. employer. Yeah, it was through Michigan first. Oh, so they definitely. Duh. So, yeah, I, I think I left that part out. The mortgage I was getting is through my previous employer. Oh, for sure. So they definitely did that. So I, th- that's the reason I'm so angry because I'm like, yo, they fucking this up for me. As soon as I put my two weeks in with the same company I'm getting my mortgage from, shit start going haywire. It felt like Denzel when he was in the street. Like, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers don't do this to me. <laughs> You and think it was saying, the CEO? You think he was the one that stirred it up? Or so, look, I, I don't know what happened. And then like that day, uh, right before I got to, um, before I got the email, I had seen like the HR director coming out my direct boss office, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, yo, did she? Because when I put my two weeks in, I told him what's going on. She said, yo, I appreciate you. The whole nine yards, you know, always got a home here. The whole mm-hmm. nine yards. I'm, 
everything is like good, right? Then I see now I'm like, yo, who the fuck can I trust? And then when I I just happen to be walking through the hallway and she look at me in my eyes and give me mm-hmm. the uh, 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 I'm like, with yo. a smile, she was serious, like <laughs> she was smiling, like you know. <laughs> Hmm. I'm like, like no yeah. house for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And I'm pissed. And I'm like, yo, I don't know who to talk to because now I think everybody involved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the this, there's nobody hiring HR than her. Well, luckily nobody. Luckily they couldn't really mess up your plans. So this is Thursday. I had to let the realtors know that we can't close tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So now the now the seller is pissed. It's the day before. They get their money. They want their money. They trying to get clothes and everything like that. So we try. We go to them. The realtor, I mean, the seller think we lying. He say it don't take that long to get a drug test or uh, uh, or something back. Like, I get my shit back quicker than that. Mm-hmm. We got them to agree to seven more days, which has been last Friday. And I'm, I reach out to my, I told them no. They told me no. I forward the email over. I said, hey. I can't just ask my new company to forge or lie or do some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The results are just not back in. My drug tests are back in. That's that's fine. But my background check isn't back in. There's two counties that need to still report. Wayne County, I found out, and Orangeburg, South Carolina. I've never lived outside of Michigan. Have no idea why it's there. Mm. And they say, well, Wayne County is due to report back on October the 15th. Supposed to close on the 16th, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, Orangeburg is scheduled to come back on the 21st of October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we now I'm, I'm in the I moved in this place already. Mm-hmm. Like I drive by the place. I, I I go. You know what I'm saying? At different times of night on my lunch break, I drove by, look at the house. Like I moved in, yeah, mentally yeah. in my in my mind. I have moved in already. I've told people I'm about to close on the house. You know what I'm saying? Like I, this is my home. Mm-hmm. For the last, since August, this has been mentally, so it's been fucking with me because like, yo, I haven't closed yet and I'm about to lose this fucking house. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pissing me off because like, I didn't do anything wrong per se. Now, I didn't know that you can't, t- you're not supposed to switch jobs or whatever. I don't so he sent me some it. information about what was going on and like FHA, you have to have employment within 60 days of closing or whatever. I'm like, well, y'all know. I got employment. I stopped working on the 17th, which was a Saturday. My last day of my old job was on Saturday, and I started my new one on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a period of unemployment. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, So, look, long story short, I'm reaching out. You know what I'm saying? I'm calling people and doing all this shit. I'm like, listen, at this point, like, I feel, me personally, like, I feel I'm being a burden on the job that I ain't even started yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. The realtor, like, well, you gotta, this is gonna be, a, you gotta press, you gotta do this, you just, like, I know you're the realtor, you're trying to get your sale off mm-hmm. and you don't want you lose this deal. You know what I'm saying? On my end, I'm like, I don't wanna lose out of house because I could have just made an extra phone call or some shit like right, that. So right. I'm being, of course, I'm being professional and everything like that, but like, I'm getting uncomfortable that I gotta reach out. But they, they was more than accommodating. One of the guys, I'm like, listen, I've been through this exact same thing. When me and my wife moved mm-hmm. to Michigan, I transplanted from a different state. So I got a new job and they did me the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. everything was cool. Listen, last Friday, uh, last Thursday, Orangeburg, South Carolina came back. They said it was probably on there because I got a common name, um, but they couldn't remove it once it was on there. So they came back early. So the 21st one, cool. Mm-hmm. And Last Monday was Columbus Day, so everything got backed up by a day. So Wayne County didn't report until the 16th. They came through, I don't know, about 12 o'clock at the very last minute. Mm-hmm. My direct boss had asked me, like, how, how did the closing go last week? Did you get moved in? And that's when I told, like, I didn't move in. And I told her everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and her and her um, her and her boss or whatever. And they came in. They, they always been good people to me. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know who I could trust because shit was going wild. Right, right. Um, I had a comment. She's like, well, why ain't y'all? She's like, well, why ain't you say nothing? I was like, one, because I've been pissed. Mm-hmm. And I t- explained everything and the little da-da-da. <laughs> she right, was like, well, right. I can understand that. And then I reached out to the to the um, the chief lending officer. I got a whole bunch of people involved. And um, luckily... I was able to get an extension until like Tuesday because mm-hmm. all the information came back and um, by the grace of God, everything happened. I started my new gig on Monday 
they came to my house on my lunch break. I'm, I'm virtual, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm in training. I can't not be in training. Right, right. So, you know, they want typically they want to close in the morning so all the money can transfer and everything. I'm like, well, I'm here 8 to 5. So they came to my crib, 12 o'clock, signed all my paperwork in my, my current living room, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and then went back to work. That's what's up. That's what's <laughs> went up. Went back to work on Tuesday. Right after Tuesday, I got off. I had some gigs to do. I was did a gig, and then I didn't go into my actual house and get my key until like 8, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Been busy, man. Did you sleep there the first night? That first night, or you just I ain't been back. Oh yeah, <laughs> I ain't been, uh, to, you know I'm gonna go over there tonight. I literally been every minute of my day for the last week has been occupied with something to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when's so, some freedom? When you gonna get some days off? Uh, tomorrow, I'm off tomorrow. Oh, okay, uh, I got cable being installed tomorrow. I got an exterminator coming out there. House been empty since like January, February. Okay, too many too many spider webs in there for me. Oh for nah, sure. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a nice bump on you. Uh, so you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I gotta get. We gotta have a little housewarming thing. I gotta get you something, man. I know you are gonna have the bar set up, obviously. Uh, man, um, so listen, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying. Finally, typically, whenever I say something out loud, it don't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to get myself out of that, right? And like, fuck it. I'm gonna just say different shit. I gotta claim it. And I was like, when I told niggas I'm buying a house, I'm like, yo, I knew I should have listened. Fucking listen, but yeah. I, it wasn't to a point where I was like, listen, let me let this shit go. I can't control it. Mm-hmm. Either this is going to be for me or it's not going to be for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I told God, like, listen, whatever your will is, let that be done. Now, I do want your will to be, to, to, to be what I want, <laughs> but, hey, listen, I'm okay. Yeah. And then I resigned. It took me a minute, you know what I'm saying, to resign to the fact that, like, all right, this may not go in my way, but I got to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, at that moment, I got clarity and was like, this is going to happen for you. So, closed. And um, I'm in there. Congratulations, my brother. Man, it was, it was, a, it was a, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And um, it's been a, it was a it was a first house I wanted is the one I got. Ultimately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. took me a couple month and a half, two months, or whatever. But hey, man, it is what it is, and uh, I'm I'm happy, man. Congratulations, man. And I'm, I appreciate. I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, you work hard. You deserve Oof, it, man. Um, but uh, let's talk about let's talk. How do I where I want to go with this? Well, let me ask you this first, because I do want to talk about like the the this upcoming election. I want to talk about um, the uh, the Donald Trump and um, Biden debate last night, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about um, a little bit more about Ice Cube. I know you always down to talk politics, and you know you was even thinking about starting a politic a political mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm. at some point. That's when that now that that was when I was deep into the news and stuff like that. My life's so different now, but I do still watch my CNN and, and listen to my news all day. But um, um, so let me ask you, man, have you been following what's been going on uh, this week? Um, with black people specifically mm-hmm. and their comments and, and their, their thought process behind um, Ice Cube. Yes, I have. Yes and no. Yes well, and no. By the way it's been presented, like what have you heard about what's going on? Uh, well, from what I can, just to make it real short, is that he went to listen to the proposals of the president. You know, he wanted to hear what they had to talk, had to, had, had to say, basically. Um, which to some people was more than enough to be considered an outcast you know mm. um do i understand why he went to go listen yeah i mean i understand do i agree with it not really you know um but i do i don't i don't think that whatever they said to him that he would side with them period anyway but i do think think that he was interested in, in listening mm. so i think that's kind of like where the the issue actually begins at mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that it's unfortunate that even occurred that way, right? Because um, that's not actually not what what actually happened. Mm-hmm. So Ice Cube has been promoting this um, contract with Black America uh, for a good three to four months, right? Um, he reached out to the Democratic Party months ago um, because they had some inside connects, whatever. Um, they weren't interested, so they said, cool, we just going to work over in the private sector because mm-hmm. everything that's in their contract, it ain't for just one person to do right but as the the contract with black america which is very public it's 24 pages you should read it i'm 100 percent sure that 99 percent of you have not read it mm-hmm. um you can't find a flaw in it 
Um, it wasn't Ice Cube himself who wrote Set Down. He sat down with Claude um, Anderson, uh, Boyce Watkins, and other some other brilliant minds um, and put together a really good contract. Now, a lot of people have been saying, well, you just a rapper, why don't you stay in your lane? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because every time Michael Jordan comes up, y'all explain and express how y'all don't like him because he never used his platform to help anybody. Mm-hmm. The second a celebrity uses their platform and you don't like what they say, you tell them just to be a celebrity. Right, like, right, which one is right, it? Do right. you want me to use my platform or do you not want me to use my platform? Because what it sounds like is you want me to echo what your feelings are and only your feelings mm-hmm. or your mm-hmm. understandings, right? And that's not fair. Um, but essentially, because it picked up so much steam, both presidential candidates sent members of their team to Ice Cube to hear about the, I mean, to hear about the contract with black America. Mm-hmm. So he didn't go looking for anybody. Like I reached out to Democrats months ago and they didn't want to fuck with it. So we started doing our own thing in the private sector. It wasn't me looking out to try to get politicized, whatever. Y'all came to me. Mm-hmm. Y'all sent people to me. Democrats came in and was like, hey, yo, yo, this kind of look all good and all that shit. But we, we got to wait till we get into the election. We don't got no control yet. So we'll holler at you after the election. Right. Understandable. It's, you don't get, it's not a fault in there. The Republican Party looked at their shit and was like, hmm, we like a little bit of this. And then they had made some adjustments into Trump's platinum plan, which is something totally different. Mm-hmm. They looked at his and was like, yo, this makes a lot of sense. Can you explain a little bit to us? And he explained a little bit more, and they made some adjustments to, the, to Trump's platinum plan. That's the extent of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, and somehow it got out that Ice Cube is working with Donald Trump to create his platinum plan. Right, right. All this came because somebody on Donald Trump's staff sent out a tweet. Yeah, it was uh, Donald Trump Jr. No, it was a woman initially. Oh, okay, because he sent one out too. He sent, she sent out a tweet. She retweeted something and said, thanks for such and such. Mm-hmm. And then all the intelligent black people who are telling you to get out there and vote and all the other stuff, they looked at that headline and then they went crazy. Yeah. Like, they didn't read, they didn't investigate, they didn't even watch. Ice Cube was on so many different fucking programs with, like, one to two weeks' time with this contract with Black America. And a lot of people don't know, why is he doing this such and such days before the election? Fam, I've been seeing this nigga doing this shit for months. Like, it says more about you that you have never heard of it than it should be about him. For sure. Like, you just got on it because it became a trending topic on the internet. And the hatred for Trump and yeah, sure. The hatred blinds you. Oh yeah, it does blind people. I understand it, but I don't mean I hatred agree with it. Hatred and illiteracy is a bad boy. <laughs> and like that's why you can't hate consumes you. Yeah, like you can't be so blinded by the hate that you just fail to use logic and common sense. Now, what happens November third if Trump win? Do you not have a relationship there? Do you stop negotiating? Do we wait another four years? I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. We're not going to participate in the process until four years when possibly somebody, one of our candidates can possibly get in there. Right. But that don't make sense. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just don't make sense. Um, and I've been seeing Ice Cube all week. I've seen publications um, who've been dogging them and, and talking shit. They'll invite them on this show. He'll come on there, and then they'll say the exact opposite of what they've been saying all week. Mm-hmm. He was on Hot 9-7 this week with Ebro and um, Rosenberg, and they've been the main – one of the main people who've been talking shit and saying they don't like how he did it and all the other stuff, and then got up there soft-shoeing the shit. Like, dog, that's whack to me. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of people who've been saying that others are, are participating in voter suppression. You are participating in voter suppression. If the I, the view and the idea of someone that you don't even understand, you don't you don't like it, then you go to suppress that information. Mm-hmm. You don't want people to listen to it at all because they may quote unquote sway somebody's vote. Not one damn time has he told you who to vote for. For sure, not one. Not time. one damn time has he said don't vote. What he actually said was, whomever you voting for, ask for something from your vote. Mm-hmm. He said, this is not going to be a partisan issue. 
this not an issue that only Democrats can to can solve. Republicans got to solve it too. Both sides got to work together to to fix the contract with Black America. Mm-hmm. It's not a yo only. I'm only talking to one person. Take your feelings out of the game. Yeah, your feelings is gonna fuck up the generations. Yeah, because because right. you feel a certain way because somebody tweeted something because you failed to read or have any kind of understanding on anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Like how you can throw somebody away after 35 fucking years of solid decisions and be like, oh, no, we're not rocking with that. Right, right. Not understanding, like you said, not understanding and not doing research and reading. Because I guarantee you, if you set a room of a room full of people and told this, they would be like, oh, damn, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Like it's, it's, and it looks stupid. It's that simple. Like. That's the extent of it. Is yeah. no one's going? Yo, I I seen people making. Yo, he helping them design a. Pl- no, he hasn't. No, he didn't. Yeah. Like it's it's just not true. But hopefully these listeners will understand. Like, oh damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> man, go vote for who you want to vote for, man. But like, demand something for your vote. I'm voting for Kamala. Kamala Harris. Let's talk about that. Uh, what do you think about the? Um, you did you watch the uh, debate last yeah, night? Yeah, I, I watched most of it, and I switched between that and the Giants and the Eagles game. But I watched most of it though, and uh, how I feel about it, it, I love the mute button. For, by the way, I love it, man. That that, that they should have been had the mute button, but um, I felt like both. Uh, I felt like Don uh, Biden tried to utilize the mute button a little more than he should have um, with his personal attacks. Although Trump deserved every bit of you know whatever he said, but. I think Biden, I think they both dropped the ball on Black Lives Matter. They both screwed that all up. But um, I think that Biden should have really spoke about what he'll do as opposed to what he didn't do. What's the policy that Obama, not Obama, what's the policy that Trump running on right now? As far as? Any policy. None. I know of. There's there's no big nothing. Like, what's the policy that Joe Biden running on? Well, hope <laughs> the policy of I hope. mean his slogan is build back better, yeah. right? But none of them have been talking about policies or legislation. No. This no, is I, all. I think I think that I, I, the reason being is I think that everybody's so anxious to get him out. That's the thing. Like I don't think neither one of them is really focused on policy. It's more like I got to win. It's so win. and it's it's so wild and it's designed that way, right? So the reason that you feel that way, we got to get him out. We got to get him out. It's because it was designed that way. Yeah. You fell for the design. Um, I have conversations with people after different podcasts who swear they know what I'm going to do, if I'm voting, if I'm not voting, who I'm voting for. Let me tell you, you have no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. Um, right? <laughs> but, like, it's designed that way. And it, it, it's, it's, it's frightening because you're so wrapped up in the personality that you're not even watch. You're not even, you're not actively involved in the democratic process at all because only thing you know is I don't like this person. Mm-hmm. It's almost the seems like white supremacy and white nationalism is only four years old. Right. 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 Because I 100% understand and been living my life. Racism and white supremacy have existed before Donald Trump got in office. Oh, yeah. For some reason, we are under the impression that once he leaves office, everything will be all good. Oh, no. It's going to it's probably going to be worse for a while. My opinion, you know, I think that once if if when I ain't gonna say if when he loses next Tuesday or the following Tuesday, it's going to get ugly in some parts of the country for sure. You know, because he got a lot of hateful followers out there. You think all racist people are Republicans? Hell no. Because I know a whole bunch of racist Democrats. Oh, for sure. I like, definitely do. But it just seems, and I guess this is this is my irritation on why I, under, I guess I understand why people be thinking uh, they know where I stand politically, is because just because I call out one side don't mean I support the other. And because, or if I call out one side, don't mean I'm not support. You know what I'm saying? I just mm-hmm. want to call it like it is. Like for some reason we've we've agreed the fact that yo one side is racist and the other side is for black people. Mm-hmm. And historically, you cannot give me evidence that supports that. True, true. You're right about that though. It was interesting to me watching the debate. Trump said, "Trump's a like he's you know everybody know who Trump is." But last night, he said some shit that Biden never really recovered from. 
overlooked in my eyes mm-hmm. and people today not talking about. He was like, essentially like, yo, my man, you've been in running for office for 47 years. Like you've been in office for all this time. How you so rich? Mm-hmm. We know what your salary is. Why are you so fucking rich? Where do you get your money from? Because I heard <laughs> that you got these deals and blah, blah, blah. And you look at that nigga face and all the, the, the scandals with his son and what deals with Iran and all the other shit. Mm-hmm. Fam, wh- what's popping with that? Yeah. And everybody, no one talked about that shit today. Well, they, I, they, talk, they did talk about it uh, a little bit on, on, on the news today about you know, Biden's financial records and you know the deals with China and stuff like that. And it did come back from what they're telling us, obviously, that there was no wrongdoings with him. Technically, you know? it came back and wasn't no wrongdoings with Trump. Like We believe that, too? Well, we did find out he got a bunch of money in the Chinese bank. See, you know, th- that's what I understand. Right? That's, that's that's wrong. How does everybody publicly know that there's a secret account in China? Is it a secret, or nah, do you I, got the account number? No, nah, somebody. You know, during election time, you know, should have come out that you. Do you got the account number? I wish I did. I'm not not you <laughs> per se, but if y'all know it's a secret account, yeah. What's the account number? Yeah. How you like? How you know it's a secret account? What's in it? Did you watch uh Obama's speech the other day? Hey, I saw it. You watched it, yeah. Um, it's interesting to me. We put ourselves in a conundrum because Trump was up there was like, listen, I hear you, Biden. All this stuff that you're saying you about to do. Fam, you was in the White House for eight years and you ain't do none of it. Mm-hmm. Like you keep saying it, but you didn't do none of it. Then people was like, well, he was he was only the vice president. Barack would have had to do this. He don't got the power to do this, do that. OK, I can go with that. But then why are we so happy that. Kamala Harris is going to be the vice president when you already know the vice president ain't the one pulling the strings and having the power. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a double-edged sword because you're saying, I'm voting for Biden because Kamala Harris on the ticket. Right, right. Well, nigga, when Biden was the vice president, he had no fucking power. Why you think that she about to get in there and make the decisions? That's not how it works. The vice president don't make the decisions unless you're hoping that this 75-year-old white man dies. And she becomes president. Which has never happened outside of assassination. Right. So yo, I'm like yo. He will be the oldest though, right? If he's elected, right? He'll be the oldest. I don't know. I think Trump may be older than him. Yeah. Well, whoever is elected is going to be the oldest who got who to be elected mm-hmm. president. Um, but like, so which one is it? Is it because he was the vice president, he couldn't do exactly what he wanted to do? Or then why are you so happy that we got a black woman as vice president if she really don't go she's not gonna have no power either? Like so mm-hmm. it can't be both ways. True. I just want us to come out of this this false sense of reality that yo, once that Trump gets out of office, and I hope he does get out of office. I'm not saying I want him to stay. I do not want him to stay. But we got to get out of the, the the mind state of soon as he's out of office, my life goes back to. I don't even know what nigga. Have your life changed in the last four years? That's worse. Uh, my life hasn't changed in the last eight, twelve. <laughs> you know, last like our condition. Twelve years. Our condition in America. Black people condition in America did not change in the last four years drastically worse than what it's been like well, historically it's been almost eight years my life has been consistently what i made it you know it, it hadn't been i don't see you know other than i did get twelve hundred dollars a couple months ago but you know other than that my life has consistently been what i've made it so i don't no political party to me has had an influence on you know the job i have my daughter's school nothing has really i get be changed I, I just be so frustrated when i hear certain rhetoric Mm. about yo we got to get him out once he's out then what stress level has been different obviously you know it's been you know it was a lot of we had a long string of terrorist attacks and wars and shit like that i mean obviously that's stressful for anybody but these these last four years has been because now it's been homegrown terrorist it's been a lot going on here it's been like 12 years in the kind of the country's history where we haven't been actively in a war Mm -hmm. since the beginning of the country (laughs) like it's always a war we're always somewhere stationed like I just want everybody to understand that Donald Trump does not have any kind of power over a racist police officer in Warren. Mm-hmm. If that nigga going to shoot you, he going to shoot you, regardless of who was in office. Because Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, all these day, da- all the damn names that we know, all that shit happened when we had a black president. Mm-hmm. Our issues aren't external to internal. All the shooters still walked away. So um, listen... I do not want Donald Trump to continue to be our president in 2020 and no under no circumstance. That's not my thought. That's not my process, but you're failing yourself. If you think 
only by removing Donald Trump that your life is going to be better. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's a fallacy. You got to do something other than get online and tell niggas to vote. Yeah. yeah you got to. Right. Drop one of the... Uh, <laughs> I gotta get a bomb on here dog. I gotta get one of Clues bombs on here dog. Um, That shit just wild to me I don't get it I don't understand it um, I'm ready I am ready for it to be over I'm, re- I'm ready for the third To come on and go So we can move into 20 Cause this year's been shit So I'm ready to move forward I had know. a good Listen man I'm not letting nobody Define me And my happiness And none of that shit it's been a, a horrible year in 2020. I'm coming out on the other side of it good. Yeah. You feel me? For sure. For sure. Um, and you should be good too. Yeah. You gotta just de- you gotta decide to be good. There's another thing that I, that, that kind of bothers me. And then I'm getting off state. of it. We always looking for somebody to blame because it just makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have no responsibility. Um, I keep hearing this is what I hear from both candidates. From Trump, yo, what about the 94 crime bill? That's Biden's knock. What about the 94 crime bill? What about the 94 crime bill? You locked him. Like we in real life, fam, we ask for that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. That's right here. On the on the Trump side is coronavirus. Look what happened with coronavirus. Coronavirus. Fam, I'm not giving nobody no passes. But is there another country in the world who blames their leader for coronavirus? Nope. I don't. I don't well, you know what? I don't think that they per se blaming him for coronavirus no they 100 percent. i think they blaming him for the reaction that he gave because if if what he what he could have did and like obama said at his speech we gave you the playbook for a pandemic nigga now, obama under obama mm-hmm. the h1n1 60 million people got i mean got the h1n1 where in the united right. states in the united states yeah but only like you know not even a couple hundred died though well I think, more than know? a couple hundred died but that's because the virus itself wasn't as deadly under that shit yeah but even here even here eight million people have contracted it and only two hundred thousand is that so the, but i'm saying is the deadliness of the disease mm-hmm. like your team didn't work mm-hmm. 60 million people got h1n1 they didn't die because the disease itself wasn't as deadly mm-hmm. but if that does if if h1n1 if Corona was h1n1 we all be fucking dead well if h1n1 was with Corona i think that obama would have been like look Wear your damn mask, and he would have did shit. When Trump came out, let and that me ask you a question: Do you wear your mask be be because of, or do you, or do you not wear your mask because of Trump? No, I, I wear my grown mask. ass fucking. Yeah, I wear my mask because I, I want to protect my family. Why the fuck are we blaming another person well, for not you? Me, but, but not you, gotta, you per yeah. se, but like, yo, you got a fucking decision if you want to put a fucking mask on or not. Probably because he got you know a hundred million followers, and those people that that's who they. That's who needs to hear it. I don't think it's the people that's wearing the mask. It's the ones that's like, well, shit, the leader ain't doing it. Well, but it's not fucking President Trump's job to be the CDC. Or if he knew that it was as deadly as it was. Why the CDC knows it's deadly, right? I don't right? trust CDC, though, for shit. Your local... So listen, nothing stopped Henry Ford Medical um, Facility to stop putting out an alert to say, yo, there's a fucking virus going around. Mm-hmm. They know before anybody know. Mm-hmm. The the local hospitals have to report in to the CDC. Right, right. The CDC in Atlanta somewhere, they got to report in. Like, what? your governor could have shut down, the, the FAA could have shut down fucking flights. Every, I, I personally think coronavirus was here way longer than it they was, say it was. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of people here who dropped the ball. And I'm not giving Donald Trump a pass because he's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. But everybody else who dropped a ball gets swept under the rug and they continue to work in their jobs. And you put people's lives in danger. Mm-hmm. It's not just one person. Because everything that shut down in Michigan, you know why it shut down? Because the governor on the state level shut the state down. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. Right, right. You don't wait for the 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 federal government to say, "Hey, it's okay for you to, to to shut your state down." You shut your state down because that's the power, literally, literally invested in you. You got mm-hmm. the control of that shit, and mm-hmm. we've seen people do it. Yeah, you're right. So if you're the state that you live in did not shut down, don't blame another nigga for when your governor didn't shut the state down. Mm-hmm. Now we live in a in a state where Gretch she was on it. Yeah. So much so that people wanted to kill her for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like And at that point in time, we was doing better than a lot of other states. So all the heat that 45 get, can we give it to everywhere though? Oh, for sure. Because a lot I of agree. people dropped the fucking ball. I agree with that. 
The CDC can give out a fucking warning without Donald. Donald they don't report to Donald Trump. Yeah. The yeah. fucking the, the Fauci, everything he fucking said was wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything he said was wrong. He don't get no blame at all. Right. Everybody everything he's like the greatest. Listen, we already hate this nigga Trump. We're going to roll everything underneath this nigga. And that's how it is. Everybody share this fucking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Everybody should. It's like on some wire shit. We may took all the murders. Like, oh, <laughs> that mark. Yeah, I did that one too. Like, no, nigga. Yeah. It's the other niggas who need to need to come to the table because they still got their jobs and we about to go into wave 2.5. Yeah, for and sure. And all them people who dropped the ball the first time, they still got their fucking jobs. Well, no I, one's saying I'm, I'm anything. I'm excited to see if Biden getting gets in office and this pandemic continues to because if it goes down, obviously he gonna get all the credit for it. But if it goes up, you know, and it's another thousand. When, when I started Googling this H one N one shit, mm-hmm. I was like sixty million people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nigga, that playbook ain't work. <laughs> yeah. Like if the if the disease itself was a little bit more deadlier, we'd have fucked. Oh, for sure, sixty million. Because what we got eight million now. Who's who was in, impacted with it? And listen, I lost people during Corona. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. family members, friends, the whole nine. The shit was real. The shit is real. It's not going nowhere. When that shit first hit, they said two million people gonna be dead. Yeah. How many dead right now? About two hundred eleven thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a big. That's a, that's a, a lot less than two million. Yeah, it's a lot less. Yeah. Now is that two hundred thousand family? And the the reason I'm bringing this up is I don't like how Biden used that up there. Mm-hmm. He tried to get yo that that seat. Um, the, the side of the bed is not there anymore and it's cold mm-hmm. and it's all because of this one. No, nah, fam. That shit went to every fucking country in the world. There's not mm-hmm. one place in this fucking world that did not get coronavirus. True. Let's just call it like it is. Don't OJ this shit. We knew OJ was guilty, but Mark Farmer started hiding shit anyway and you fucked the whole thing up. <laughs> we know Trump is a fucking idiot. Like we know it. We know he a bad person. But when you start lying on a nigga bad, and then when you when you get caught lying, now nah, you make the nigga look like he was he was good. Yeah, we yeah. know he bad. We know it. It's not even a question. It's not a question of, oh man, I think no. It's not a question. That nigga's bad. He's bad mm-hmm. for business. He's bad mm-hmm. for everything. No lies. No lies. But hey, come on. I come step on off third. my set. <laughs> I get off my soapbox. Uh, in any event, man. Uh, people hit me up all the time, ask me like, yo. Do Muddy do Ball Brother Radio anymore, man? Mm-hmm. Man, when we gonna get you back in the podcasting, my brother? Man, I promise you, within the next week, within the next week, I'll have a video intro. I of, gave you a good idea, man. Don't lose it, I'm man. I'm not. I promise. I'm, I'm within the next week. You'll have a video intro of where I came from and where I'm going and my expectations for myself for 2020, for sure. And I'm gonna put that out there, and uh, it's on. It's on and popping. I'm telling you. So look for some some fun guests. I'm gonna have some women up here, some women, some mm-hmm. some who own some companies. I'm gonna have a few, you know, boutique owners and all these people, and we're just gonna talk business and fun and love and sex and crime and all that shit, man. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna get interesting, but I'm ready now. I'm back. I'm back to earth. My flight just landed. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you, dog. Cause yeah. um, you gotta. I mean, you got a voice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. For sure. People like to hear you. Hear for from sure. you. Um, and I think you got a very unique story. Um, I think you should do two different ones because the one we talked about, yeah, I think that'll inspire like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's needed right now. And um, I think you got a—I mean, clearly you got a very unique perspective on it because you're living through it, mm-hmm. and a lot of other people are living through it too. Yeah, for sure. Um, some shit I, I don't want to talk about on mic, but we didn't talk about. Yeah. It's a lot of people who go through that exact same scenario mm-hmm. and don't necessarily know how to. Shit, how to live it out. You know yeah, what I'm or, saying? Or, no, or not enough people to relate to to be able to live it out. Yeah, and know? sometimes they, man, I'm glad somebody said something because I thought yeah. I was the only one. I didn't want to, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I think it's very needed. And if people can hear you express that, they may be able to take a listen to that and they have more compassion for somebody that they know who's going through it. For sure. Oh, this is how I should react mm-hmm. because how I did react probably made them feel this way. And yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I you think don't never know the extent of it until you either a go through it or hear somebody else that is going through it and you know somebody that's personally going through it. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's definitely uh, an eye opener for people to listen to it. But it's about to go down. Yeah. 
produced by you, my man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, also, man. Um, I got. I mean, I wear a lot of different hats around here. You know, what I'm saying. I, I, I do. I do two podcasts. Who doing extremely well? Shop Talk podcast mm-hmm. and This Week in Culture. Shout out to everybody who supports either one and or both. Um, we got the studio running. Um, a lot of y'all know or don't know. I mean, I used to run a music company, um, Black City Government. Uh, and you know, we put some projects out, four uh, or so projects out. Uh, but just a friend, easily four, <laughs> and just just like four. Uh, we all, I mean, we only like started our own radio station in, in my living room back in the day. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Oh, well, got shit popping. You know what I'm saying? But listen, uh, you know, a friend of mine asked me to come take a listen to um some music he was doing and um and asked me how I like it and you know I, I went over and listened to it and vibed out. I'm like, yo, this shit is this this is it. This is pretty good. And uh, actually been on the show before and uh, asked me to join this content team, um, putting together content uh, for for a release and for a single. And then as we start working more, uh, just got a little bit more involved. And now I'm just helping roll out the entire project, mm-hmm. you know, setting up li- listening sessions, getting those filmed, uploading content, um, just all around how the creative vision works out. Um, so I've been I put that hat back on and um it's been working out pretty good. We got a couple of sessions um, coming up this weekend um, and the following weekend. Um, I think I'll be flying out to New York City to do um, another one, get some really good footage and filming um, of that as well. Um, plus, you know, just regular podcasting, videography, photography, mm-hmm. um, all different type of hats, man. But um, I'm not taking no shorts in 2020, man. Um, if I can physically do it, I'm doing it. I'm not letting nothing go. Um, and um, it's been working out so far. But uh, it's good music, dog. Yeah. Like real good music. We got some good ideas. Um, videos is coming soon. And uh, good visuals, man. Good music, good content, man. So that's going to be coming soon. Um, Dame did give me a music pick uh, this week. Um, he told me to play his music pick. And um, it is a song called Choosy and this song is by Sia Amun gonna be um in the violence <laughs> um, yeah choosy yeah she i choose you i choose you mm-hmm. <laughs> um sia amun s-i-a-a-m-u-n I like her voice dame know her personally i'm not sure hey dame call me <laughs> let's talk buddy <laughs> i'm not sure at all but that's my music uh, pick i mean that's dame's music pick um sure, whose man's is this this week this was kind of old, but I, cause I, but I forgot to talk about it. Mm. You see this video of uh, a little incident that happened in Las Vegas? Mm-mm. Two white guys, man, they arguing with a black dude, um, talking real aggressive to him. And the black dude is walking away, and he got his hand inside of a bag. When he's walking away, and my man ran up, so he took the <laughs> he took his hand out of his bag, and shot the nigga like pow, mm. like real quick when he ran up. Dude, he ran up on him, swung something at him. He was just pow. Um, Listen here, white people. Uh, maybe you don't understand the cultural clues or the cultural context of certain shit. Uh, but if I got a bag in my hand with my hand in it and I'm walking away in a play with me if you want to type of way. Ain't no sandwich. <laughs> no, who's I don't know who man's it is, but like you got your dumb ass shot. Like uh, leave niggas the fuck alone, especially when they walk. He was like, you don't want to fight. Come on, man. Fight me like a man. Come on. You, you, you're walking away. All right, nigga. Mm-hmm. See my hand in this bag. Ain't no <laughs> like every black person that made a comment on this video was like, "Nigga, we seen what time it was a long time ago." You didn't understand the cultural context of the clues. Yeah, you need that's, context that's, that's like clues. Like the hoodie pocket. If I, if I got my hand in my hoodie pocket, 
I'm saying, dog. I'm not looking for my keys, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leaving niggas alone, yeah. dog. But uh, you should have left that man alone. You did not, and your stomach hurts. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now you got a tummy ache. Uh, a couple months. Hopefully, it's a, just a, it's a story you can tell. And I don't know if he died or not, but it's just a story you can tell with a nice little tummy ache. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got any shout outs, man? Uh, shout out to my daughter, Micah. Um, shout out to myself. Shout out my Instagram, MKK1982. Um, I have another, I actually had three pages. I have one, um, it's basically a page of me and my daughter. Um, it's called Raising Mouse. R-A-R-I, hold on. <laughs> R-A-I-S-I-N-G-M-O-U-S-E. So check that page out. That's a bunch R-A-I- of it's just a bunch of videos because she is hilarious um what else shout out to uh man shout out to life and just shout out to still making it through this 2020 my birthday was october 2nd so shout out to me for my birthday i didn't do much but this fine 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 honey came and swooped me up and was like you know what you need to get out the house you need to uh brush your shoulders off and get out and man it's been fun ever since she's been she been holding me down but yeah man so you know, like, um, cause you're my man. We've been down. I don't know, uh, 20 good, tw- good twenty, good twenty, good twenty years. or so. Uh, and I always know when something wrong with you, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, I don't think I talked to him. Mm-hmm. Let me call this nigga, mm-hmm. man. See what's popping. Yeah, it was man. heavy for a nigga, man. Yeah, I can tell. You know what I'm saying? Heavy. So I'm but, like, you know, it's crazy. You know, I'm telling you, man, heartbreak a bad boy. It is. And then you know, the crazy thing is, you have to learn how to fight through it. Like you, you got to really. And then now you, you sit back and think about it, like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, what was I doing? You know, but you don't think about that when you're going to it. You'd be like, damn, you know, so God who knew he knew who to send and he knew what to do to, to pick me back up and be like, boy, if you don't get your shit together. For sure. And boom. Now I'm better than ever. Yep. Uh, well, Lost a few out. pounds, got my six pack back. <laughs> Too bad. <'cause> I know. <laughs> uh, yo, man, shout out to you, man, for stepping in and uh, uh, sitting in for Dane. Uh, Dane will be back next week. Uh, yes, prayers always, up, Dane. It's always good to chop it up, my brother. Um. Shout out to y'all, man. Fucking with the pod. 231 weeks. No matter what, we're going to be up in here. If it comes a week where we're not on the microphone, man, there's no shit went haywire, okay? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's certain shit that you can count on. The moon, the sun, and Shop Talk Podcast. And shout out to you, man, for the invite. Cause for sure. That's, that, that, you could have been anywhere in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate uh, you, though. A lot of things you can uh, count on. The moon, the sun, and Shop Talk Podcast. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Peace. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. You see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time.